Oh, I scared the shit out of him. He like yeah. made me beer bong a whole pitcher of hams or something while I was playing drums. And then when we finished the song, I ran after him and was like, I'm going to puke. And I jumped on his back like fucking Yoda on, you know, like, <laughs> and he's like running around with me, hanging off his back, me yelling, I'm going to puke in his ear. And then, uh, yeah, then I filled the sink with barf. <laughs> well, it was just That's beer. How you do. Pro- pro- professional. We went down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we fought in streams. Speaking of seventies movies, uh, the the thing that we're gonna do today, some of my research led me down the rabbit hole of uh, Denver Pyle played one of the guys, and I was like, why do I know that name, Denver Pyle? Mm-hmm. I looked it up, and that was Uncle Jesse from the Dukes of Hazard. Oh, but more, imp- but more importantly, was also a mountain man from uh, Grizzly Adams. He was a guy oh. that had a mule named Old Number Seven, <laughs> and uh, that led me down a Grizzly Adams rabbit hole. Which is it, led it, me to is huh? it P Y L E or P I L E? P Y P Y yeah. But it doesn't matter because, like you know, Grizzly Adams was played by. Um, Oh, what was that fucking guy? Um, he just died. Yeah, recently, like but there was, there was some insanity with that guy. He was like, got busted, like, selling coke to an undercover cop and, like, built some of the motorcycles on Easy Rider and shit. What the fuck? And, yeah. And then, uh, also, like, a lot of the animals in that show were all from the Olympic Game Farm up here. Like, up in uh, Squim. Oh, yeah. And uh, apparently they have the cabin from uh, Grizzly Adams up there. <laughs> and it was built slightly smaller than it should be, so it makes Grizzly Adams look bigger. What? Which is a weird... <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, I mean, just... Because, re- re- like, this week, uh, I had never heard of these fucking guys. And, it yeah, it sent me down that rabbit hole, so I probably learned more about Grizzly Adams than I do about what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> so, Well, that's good. But Yeah, but anyway, uh, welcome back to How the West is Fucked. How the West was fucked. Hey, there you go. Uh, and uh, this week, Tony, we I think uh, we're, we're doing Ben Thompson, right, Will? Ben and Thompson King, and King, King Fisher. Fisher. Oh, yeah, Ben Thompson. I went to high school that guy. I was going to say, that's the most generic fucking name ever, which is why... <laughs> I mean, in fact, I think there was, like, when you, like, Google Ben Thompson, the first thing that comes up is definitely not... It's like a realtor? Mm-hmm. Um, it's a writer, it's a technology and uh, media analyst who is based in Taiwan, apparently, according Ooh. to Wikipedia. Sounds but, like a fun guy. Yeah, but this other guy is a little more interesting, and King Fisher is actually the crazier part to me. I've, I've seen the movie The Fisher mm-hmm. King. Hey! Forgive me! When Jack Lucas gave up his world, no matter what I have, it feels like I have nothing. He ended up... <laughs> In Paris. I'm a knight on a special quest. You're out of your mind! Yes! From director Terry Gilliam comes a modern-day tale about the search for love. Isn't she a vision? I was not out with a woman last night. I was out with Terry. The moron? Sanity. Ah! 
have we been chasing? The Red Knight. Radio personality turns screwball on mission from God. Ethel Merman. <laughs> and the Holy Grail. There is no Holy Grail. Jack. What were the Crusades? The Pope's publicity stunt? Robin Williams. I am your man, then. Let's do it. Right here! Jeff Bridges. Sky Don't hug me in public again. Oh, no. The Fisher King. Come back. We'll rummage. Stop the yeah, it's like that, only not at all. Yeah, it's like the opposite um, of that. It's, well, I wouldn't say opposite completely, because there's some crazy shit. But <laughs> less oh, fuck, dude. Speaking of fucking uh, birds, I, we saw, we were at the pea patch, like uh, two big-ass motherfucking bald eagles chasing each other around. Nice. I thought oh, yeah. when I heard him cackling at first, I thought it was somebody had like a wheelbarrow with a fucked up wheel, and then I was like, "That's coming from the sky." And I look up, and it's two of them like calling at each other. Yeah, for as big as they are, they kind of have like. Yeah. It's like if you had like a fucking timber wolf show up and start making chihuahua noises at you. <laughs> yeah. You know. If you ever but. seen one take a shit, that's pretty majestic. Whoa, yep. I, something no. I've never actually thought about. Uh, have you yeah. ever seen like eight of them on a roadkill deer carcass? That's also that was, symbol- that's some excellent symbol- shit. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, that's got some sim- you know symbolic Americanism to it. Yeah, right. There's a bunch <laughs> bunch of eagles fighting over roadkill. I would say you should f- uh, Photoshop one of those one of those photos and just replace the roadkill with a fucking uh, Statue of Liberty, like all ripped open with fucking guts <laughs> and blood coming out. Good stuff. America, oh, yep. America. <laughs> Well, usually what happens is uh, it'll be the eagles all fighting over the roadkill deer and then an assortment of crows and uh, turkey vultures hanging off to the side because they, they got to wait because they're like half the size of the eagles. Yep, that's wait till they're all full. The crows. I was just, that's what I'm saying. Well, <laughs> and, notice, and notice they're birds of color too. Of course. You know, so, you know, you never see seagulls having to wait. I guess the turkey vultures would be the elderly because they're kind of... Yep. Elderly looking. Well, they're bald and wrinkly, and they uh, vomit uh, hydrochloric acid at you. <laughs> Just, that's what elderly people do, right? <laughs> Nailed it, dude. As far as I you know. know. <laughs> anyway, instead of getting lost in my, uh, my bird metaphors here, um, so Tony, uh, yeah, we've established you probably don't know jack shit about Ben Thompson. And oh, hey, 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 hey. Ben Thompson's that, a good guy. And that kingfishers are birds, like small yes. fish eating birds. So we know that. If I was a real douche, I'd be insisted on being called the Kingfisher, like King Buzzo or something like that. But yeah. I'm not. So there you go. <laughs> but so uh, anyway, I don't know where Will's going to start. So instead of too much preamble, I'm just going to let Will start with the Comic Sans. Oh, then- before we get too far down the line, we have time enough for probably this is going to be a two-parter if that's going to be good enough for you all. I already sure. know that starting out. So Good. Depends okay. on how, how in-depth your shit is, but yeah, sure. I'll try to blast through it. But Annie Oakley said Ben Thompson was ex- an exceptional shot, so which is Ooh. something. And John King Fisher was just as good as Ben Thompson. Uh, ben Thompson said, I always let the other man have the first shot. Then when I fire, you see, I have the verdict of self-defense on my side. Oh, Oh, and that's... I know that he's pretty certain in a hurry to miss, and I never do. Damn. Well, that's kind of how it went. Smart like, and the, cocky. Like, like you say, mm-hmm. like the myth of the quick draw is kind of bullshit because, you know, you're yanking and firing, the chances are you are going to miss. So it's always better. Most of these gunfighter types, it's kind of what they did is like pull the fucker out, take nice, careful aim, and just 
squeeze them off instead of like shooting wildly, you know. Yeah, I, so. I read somewhere is like, oh yeah, your guns actually have sights on them. You actually can use them. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben Thompson was born in Nottingley, England, 1843. He moved to Austin, Texas in 1851 because they had relatives living in Austin. But shortly after they get to Austin, their relatives were murdered by a runaway slave. What? <laughs> okay. So their uh, family had to depend on their father, who also had a nasty drinking problem. Uh-oh. Uh, he made his living fishing on the Colorado River there in Austin, which is... Bizarre to think about, I guess. What? Uh, yeah, what, what's in there? Just like catfish and bass, pretty much, right? Probably, yeah. I guess <laughs> oh, so. shit, he's noodling. Probably. <laughs> Professional noodler. Yep, Anita would be proud. Oh, yeah. So Ben and his brother Billy, which uh, well, there's plenty of stories about him, too, and they deliver fish to the customers at age 13. Uh, actually, at age 13, Ben's father goes and leaves to be a sailor. And he never returns. <laughs> Either he's lost at sea or didn't want to go back to a family that he had to support. Yeah. Well, that's the 1800s equivalent of I'm going out for smokes. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> and then maybe, you know, pirates or just uh, abandonment could be one of them both. <laughs> yeah. Just probably abandon your family to become a pirate. There you yes. go. And it all happens in Florida either way. <laughs> So Ben goes to work at Austin newspaper and learns the printing trade, which isn't quite common among shootists. <laughs> Most of them didn't know how to read. Well, he's not a shootist yet. Yet. Uh, ben kind of did as he pleased, having not a dad, and he started hanging out with the wrong crowd. Uh, at 1858, at age 15, he shot another boy named Joe Smith. Uh, who was said to be a bully. Uh, apparently, the two got into an argument. So Ben runs to his house to get a single-shot shotgun. The argument was, you have a more, or I have the, <laughs> the most plain name. No, I have the most plain name. <laughs> yep. Fuck you, Joe. So he caught Joe running away and shot him. Uh, Joe wasn't seriously injured and just had to pick the pellets out of the back of his head. Well, you know, as you do. Yeah. So Ben was arrested, but no witnesses showed up, so he was released. They did try him again, but they did go easy on him. They fined him $100, which is a lot of money back in the day, and 60 days in jail, which is being 16. It's kind of kind of scary. Right. Uh, yeah, except for it's Old West jail, so he'll be fine. There's oh, yeah, you just <laughs> shovels and wild. letters. Yeah, <laughs> just walk, walk out and tell them you'll use the outhouse and just don't come back. Apparently. Going out for smokes. Yep. But uh, people wrote to the governor to ask for clemency, and, and he was released after that. But a few months later in 1859, Ben was hunting geese on the Colorado River there in Texas, or uh, Austin, Texas, with some friends. Uh, but his friends on the other side of the river shot too early and scared off the geese. Oh, God, I thought we were headed to a Dick Cheney scenario. Well, I, th <laughs> I, think, we, I think we kind of half-ass are. <laughs> So the two groups get in an argument and start shooting at each other. Uh, ben calls out for the to stop the firing because he was keeping the peace. But he challenged the leader on the other side to a duel. <laughs> stop firing or I will kill you. Yeah. <laughs> so they were facing each other at 40 feet. Uh, with shotguns? With shotguns, yep. 
Uh, both were injured, but Ben walked home and his opponent had to be carried home, so he got the little worse of it. Fuck. That's, like, really brutal, because back in those days, you know, you got to figure that the shotguns were probably break action, uh, maybe maybe double barrel, but probably single barrel. So 40 yards, you know, it's not like 40 you had, feet. like, 40 feet. Yeah, it's still, you know, it's a shotgun, so it's like a bunch of pellets, and basically just sand, trying to sandblast each other to death. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. Just hope not to get an eye or something no, like you, that. Like anything, you want to aim for the genitals, of course. Always. <laughs> you, you want to just pepper that shit with like four shot. We established that with the naked yeah. knife fight in, a, in an empty grave. <laughs> you bet. <laughs> Any primate knows that. Yep. <laughs> First thing the chimps do is you know twist off your tallywhacker <laughs> when they can. Uh, the following year, he gets a reputation for being an Indian fighter. Uh, a posse was formed after Indian raiding party held five children captive. Think of the children. Uh, he was the first to shoot, though, and he dropped the Indian leader. And all the children were saved, and only one Indian escaped. That sounds Good like one him. of those bull- bullshit, bullshit stories. Bullshit story, yeah. <laughs> How old was he? <laughs> like 17? Yep. Yeah. Somewhere okay, here, here's what it was. Some five kids were, went out for a walk, encountered, like, a couple of Indians taking a rest by a tree and we're hanging out by him and some white people saw that it was like oh the kid, <laughs> they're being the, held captive being yep it's like no we're just playing together no yeah. <laughs> shoot him that's even worse yeah. you mean you're getting along yeah uh, I don't think so- that's quite what went down either but I you know I'm still yeah skeptical of the other version of the story too so yeah yep uh, so he worked at the Southern Intelligencer there in Austin, which is an oxymoron. <laughs> uh, 1860, he moves to New Orleans, goes to work with a bookbinder through a family friend, but still trouble finds him when a man breaks into the bookbinders and tried to take some belongings to make up for an overdue bill owed by the bookbinder. Uh, ben shoots the guy and wounds him, but he was quickly acquitted, though. I wonder what kind of belongings he was going after. A, I wonder what the debt was for. Yeah. And B, what the belongings like. You owe me for some buttermilk. I'm going to steal your socks. <laughs> Not in my book bindery. Later in New Orleans, Ben was riding an omnibus. I guess it's a bus. Probably back in that time, pulled by horses. Probably. Let me look funny. that up. Uh, I'll continue while you're trying to do that. Yeah. So he's riding an omnibus. Across from him is a drunken Frenchman named Emile Detour. <laughs> Emile Detour? Yep. While riding, uh, <laughs> the French drunken Frenchman tried to kiss a young lady. Ben told Detour to leave her alone. And Detour called Ben an American puppy and slapped him across the face. American, American puppy? puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, ben grabs a dagger and stabs the Frenchman in the shoulder. Oh. <laughs> but this didn't stop, uh, stop detour. Uh, ben tried to stab him in the neck, but the fight was broken up, and then Ben, ben ran away while the Frenchman was taken to the hospital. That's Mother. Damn, pretty, dude. Pr- pretty extreme. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but at least he wasn't blackout drunk because he remembered uh, where Ben was. And turns out that Detour was also a duelist. So he turns up at the book bindery a few days later and challenges Ben to a duel. 
course, Ben accepts. Uh, first, it was pistols at 10 paces, but Detour wanted swords. I was going to uh, say, he at, said he's a duelist. Is he a, He's a sword duelist. Well, there's multiple different kinds. I like, guess, you know, yeah. Like, like the when marquee. You s- the Marquis de Moray can do swords or pistols. So. Sure, yeah. Well, I'm just thinking Frenchman, duel. I'm like, oh, yeah, he's a fencer. Well, yeah. Probably. Um, they settle on daggers until one man was dead. Uh, daggers at 10 later, paces? Yep. <laughs> a few, <laughs> uh, gotta throw a few days. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Ninja stars at four paces. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a few days later, they meet in the old ice house. So they go in there, and the door was closed. Then Ben calls out, ready. At the sound of that, detour lunged forward. But at the same time, Ben had moved, because he was anticipating this guy going at the first move. And Ben sent the the dagger into detour's chest. Uh, The door opens rather quickly, and out walks Ben, smiling, saying that detour didn't need a hospital, but a priest for last rites. Damn. Uh, so after that, Ben's high, uh, hides out a while and goes back to Texas. Uh, so this actually begins a pattern of Ben protecting women from abuse. Oh, that's because he kind had to of do him. that from for his mother who suffered from her drunk father's hand. Right. Oh, so he learned that shit as a kid. Yep. So he found uh, Texas preparing for war because it was 1860. Uh, Texas joined the Confederacy January 1861, so it wasn't right away. Uh, this was depi- uh, despite Governor Houston being against it. He, he was, you know, actually somebody who made sense. Right. But that's why they kicked him out as governor, even though he was beloved. Uh, ben joined Rip Ford's battalion. He was called Rip, or R.I.P., because that's what he wrote on... Uh, the uh, forms for dead people. Yeah, I don't know if he was the first to come, peace, up, right? come up with that. Yep. As I was say. So uh, because of all the federal troops uh, leaving the border, uh, a lot of Texas troops had to go there to fill in. Uh, so they fight mostly against Indians and Mexicans. Uh, they took on Juan Nupo Messino Cortina. Ooh, fabulous. Okay. Yep, I'm sure that's correct. Uh, <laughs> he was wreaking havoc on raids across the border. Uh, ben was just a private at the time, but they drove Cartina back across the Rio Grande, which was a feather in his cap, I guess, even though it's only been their land for, what, 15, 20 years. <laughs> right. Uh, at Fort Clark, Ben reportedly kills his second man. He shows up late for rations, and the sergeant said they are all out. So Ben turns around without protest and grabs the rations that belong to a laundress. And the sergeant stormed out and demanded, who stole the rations? Uh, Ben said that he took them, but he didn't steal them. So the sergeant walked up to Ben and drew his pistol, took a shot at Ben. Jesus Christ. (laughs) He missed Ben, but did not hit him. And of course, Ben with his... uh, He missed Ben, uh, but did not hit him? Yep. <laughs> Did you have a stroke today? <laughs> I guess that's what I wrote. Sorry. Anyway. I'm doing this at work while I'm getting interrupted. So That's okay. And then I'm doing a drunk, so. Well. Reading yeah. a drunk, anyway. Perfect. Uh, so the, uh, Ben returns fire and hits the guy right in the chest. 
and goes through him and hits a bystander in the leg, which is oh. even better. Two for one. Uh, Lieutenant Hagler the, comes running and takes a, takes a swing at Ben with a sword. <laughs> ben parries the attack with a pistol, then fires point blank into the lieutenant. Jesus Christ. Of course, when the captain shows up, Ben just surrenders. Uh, that was Captain Hamner, which is a good name. Hamner? Hamner. I like the ha- the Hagler one, too, man. Yeah. That's a good mm-hmm. one. Cheap motherfucker. Marvelous Marvin. Uh, ben was locked in the guardhouse. Uh, the sergeant recovered, but the lieutenant did not. So Ben was changed to the floor, but he did manage to get some matches and set fire to the guardhouse. Yes! <laughs> Miraculous 1800s jailbreak. Mm-hmm. Every Managed to time. get some matches. Uh, but he type. was pulled from the flames and then chained to a tree. <laughs> a few days later, Ben takes advantage of a smallpox scare uh, to help a friend who uh, fell ill. And they said, well, let me take care of him. I'm just a prisoner. So they move into a tent outside of camp. And okay. Ben volunteers to take care of him. But it turned out the friend just had chicken pox and not smallpox and uh. recovered quickly. So the two just take off after stealing some horsies. Sneaky bastards. Mm-hmm. So he and his friend hide out until the fall of 1862. That's when the 2nd Texas Cavalry was reorganized. For some reason, Ben was never tried for murder, probably because they were desperate for troops. Um, a few months later, while he was camped in San Antonio, Ben suffers a leg injury. He gets pinned underneath a horse while smuggling whiskey into camp. At least it's for a good cause. <laughs> that damn right. <laughs> uh, but he has to catch up to his outfit in Galveston. We're fighting down there. Uh, and they defeat a Union army in Galveston, which right. is kind of bizarre. Well, and here's the other thing. You know what uh, part of the battle was? Waged with because it was a naval and land battle. Mm-hmm. They had what was called cotton clads. Now, what do you suppose a cotton clad is? It's like a felt boat. Not quite that stupid, but it's like, like a canvas boat or something. It's a boat that you know, you know, because there's like iron clads, right? Well, cotton right. clads were pretty much just boats where they had cotton bales on deck that you'd stand behind and shoot. Oh, oh, Jesus. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather have an ironclad. Yeah. Oh, well, it just sounds really fucking flammable to me. Yeah. In the mm-hmm. uh, middle of battle, but yeah. You get a fucking the, flaming arrow, just huck, like fire one of those at it. Just fuck, you got a guy smoking a cigarette or something like they probably were doing constantly. Oh, and yeah. Just the whole boat goes up. Well, fuck, it's a steam-powered boat, too. Yeah. So there's going to be just sparks <laughs> really and shit flying everywhere. What uh, uh, what's what side of the fucking fight were the uh, cotton clads on? Was that the South? Con- Confederates. That's what of I course it's Confederates. <laughs> <laughs> it's the one thing they did have. Yeah. But, yeah, they uh, ended up uh, they ended up basically getting the whole... Because uh, the Union had a, a naval blockade going, and they ended up breaking the naval... Well, like, one of the cotton clads got destroyed, but then they captured, like... Another Yankee boat, and then they, you know, turned it to the dark side and used it to fuck some shit up, and yeah. Anyway, his uh, leg gets worse, and he has to go back to uh, San Antonio to recover. There he gets transferred back to Rip's uh, company, and they leave for Eagle Pass on the Rio Grande. Uh, That's where uh, Ben, uh, we see his penchant for gambling, which we'll kind of 
run through the whole tale here. Yeah. Every time you say Rip, I know he's the he's the fucking what is he like the general or whatever. Uh, yeah, probably he's captain the, or look, captain. Yeah, I'm colonel. just imagining like fucking Rip Taylor as like a Confederate captain. I crossed an elephant with a hooker and got a two-ton pickup. Yeah, kid. Oh, you got that from Denver, Phil. You got that Denver, Phil. <laughs> yep. Throwing glitter be, at everybody. Oh, <laughs> <be laughs> super. Either him or Rip Torn. We're not hosting an intergalactic kegger down here. Oh Rip yeah, Torn's I can see Rip Torn. Rip Torn is probably more like more accurate, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Don't go anywhere. How the West was fucked. I'll be right back. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday at the Fort Laramie Parade Grounds. It's the insane on the plains monster wagon rally. Brought to you by Manifest Destiny and Mountain we have 40 big Calistoga wagons crushing other Calistoga wagons for no reason. All your favorites will be there. Grave Digger, Wife Beater, Bigfoot, and the Chubacabra. And Evil Weevil will attempt to jump the 20-foot deep Platte River Gorge on his rocket horse. Free face painting and scalping for the kids. Pit passes, only two cents. Well, it's more of a shallow grave. Sunday, 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 Sunday at the Fort Laramie Parade Grounds. The Insane on the Plains Monster Wagon Rally. Admission is only a nickel, but you only need the edge of your seats. Actually, we don't have seats, so bring your road! So, uh, so he was in Mexico when a Monty game uh, turned bad. Ben had to shoot two Mexicans and managed to escape, uh, mostly because he accidentally fell in a canal. Uh, Wait, he had to shoot two people because he fell in a canal? No, well, he had to escape because he, he shot two people. Yeah. Oh, then he fell in a canal. Well, mm-hmm. in, in a lot of my research for this guy, too, a lot of times they make the distinctions between... Um, at that time, uh, like when they're talking about how many men they killed, they generally would be like, and not including Mexicans or Indians. Right, right. So yeah, that's pretty standard. So it's uh, yeah, fucking Texas. Anyway, so he gets back to Austin on a mule named Dan. <laughs> it's a good thing that we have that. <laughs> well documented. Uh, yep. There he was asked to lead a regiment uh, by Rip Ford. But he said another man should be captain, John Rapp. John uh, Rapp? Rip and Rapp. Nice. So <laughs> they said about to recruit, but there weren't many reliable men left in Austin at the time. So there were rumors started up that Rapp and Thompson were recruiting soldiers to rob banks. This was started by John Coombs, who was an enemy of Captain Carrington, who was a close friend of Rapp's. Uh... Coombs tried to provoke him any way he could. So one night, they are both drinking in a bar. Uh, Coombs made wild accusations against Keratin and asked Rapp what he thought of it. Uh, Rapp tried not to engage, but Coombs drew his pistol on him. 
Rap grabbed the pistol, so his hand got caught between the hammer and the gun. Ooh, oh, that's shit. That, no, that's what you want to do, because that yeah. will keep it from blowing a hole in you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but still, I, it's got a pinch. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. Probably not as bad as a bullet would, but... Yeah, it's still better than a forty four slug going through your face. <laughs> but it you did uh, rip all the flesh between Rap's thumb and forefinger, which, if you know anything, that's the you know hand vagina right there. Oh, your little yeah. web? Yep. Yeah, that's that's where you definitely want to get a paper cut whenever possible. Oh, that's the worst. <laughs> hey, but at least the wet flesh in the in the uh, you know between the hammer and the gun is gonna like get get the fucking caps wet, right? So they won't go off. Uh, no, well, maybe. probably not. That's not enough wet unless you know the guy's hand is made out of like iceberg well, had, lettuce. or he something. He had been drinking, <laughs> I suppose. Yeah. Yep. Well, I always keep iceberg lettuce in my pocket. Yep, 90% water. Uh, people re- tried to restrain Coombs, but he broke away and swung his knife and hit Rap's other hand. Uh, Coombs was brought under control, and a physician treated Rap. So Rap goes to Ben's house to tell him what happened. Of course, Ben gets his gun, and the two walk to the Brown building. I guess it's a building named Brown, not just a Brown building, because yeah. there's probably more than one in Austin at the time. <laughs> Uh, they were tipped off that Coombs was coming for him, along with 20 other men. So they meet each other, and Coombs opens fire, and then the fight was on. When it was all over, Coombs lay dead. One other man was shot off his horse. Uh, ben was arrested for murder. But Ben talked to the sheriff and told him Coombs' friends that you know they planned to be after him and that he wouldn't give up his guns. But he would show up for any court dates, which was so, enough for the sheriff. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> really showing your own recognizance. Of, yeah, what the fuck? Seemed like an okay uh, guy. Yeah, yeah. After you just uh, iced, iced yeah. like four people. You've only killed 20 people, not including, <laughs> you know, non-white people. Yeah, yeah. But he did arrest Rap, but both paid bail and they were out. Because of course. Uh, yep. Ben and Rap continued to recruit and were waiting to go out to fight Indians. But after several weeks, the war was over. So Ben goes home. Uh, the last battle of the Civil War was in Texas, one month after Appomattox. Rip after Ford mathematics? The, Wait, what did you say? Ap- Appomattox. Appomattox. Surrender. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Appomattox Courthouse. Appomattox kind of sounds like one of those lesser-known bodily organs that, you know... Yeah. You used to have a function, but you've evolved past it. Sometimes it gets inflamed and you remove it. <laughs> I'm hooked on phonics and Appomattox. <laughs> oh, my Appomattox just burst. <laughs> so the last battle was one month after that. Uh, Rip Ford and his 2nd Cavalry defeated the Federals at Brownsville. Uh, Lieutenant Colonel A.S. Badger. <laughs> Ass <laughs> Badger. Ass Badger. You don't need no uh, he came to town as occupying federal force. Uh, a few days after, he issued a warrant for Ben's arrest. Uh, the warrant didn't say what charge, though. I'm going to go with murder. There was plenty yeah. of murder already. <laughs> plenty. Uh, but the paper said he was being held for shooting of some soldiers outside the city. To avoid this, Ben goes to Mexico to join the army there because they were still hanging on to this. Right. Uh, he was given money to bribe his way out of jail. 
and put on a Union Army uh, uniform and rode off on a mule again, probably named Dan. (laughs) (laughs) He did a good job and was quickly promoted to captain, uh, even though the war is over. (laughs) So off he goes gambling with his friend Captain Gilly, and they get mad after losing everything and end up firing his pistol down in Mexico. That summons the police who arrest him, uh, afraid that they were to be killed. Uh, ben found one of the troopers on the way to jail and told him to get help. Uh, the police understood this and started pistol whipping Ben. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but before he, could kill, uh, before he could be killed, his troops arrived and he was saved. So, okay. So this uh, is the police against the Mexican army. Yeah, string of events. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ben, ben is gambling. Ben loses his ass. Ben gets pissed off and starts shooting his gun. Cops, Mexican cop come, cops come, arrest him, and he calls the army for help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Which they normal. understand, so they start beating him mercilessly with yeah, the fucking gun. Yeah, the, yeah, he's like, Bob, I'll use the secret code of speaking English around these guys. They'll never understand what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and shit, course, they do, because they live 10 miles away. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so the Mexican government at the time was in trouble. Emperor Maximilian was put in charge by Napoleon. Emperor. Not the first Napoleon, but whatever yeah. the sequel was. Uh, they wanted Mexico to pay back the war debts. Uh, he was a hat- Habsburg prince, which makes it even more strange what the fuck does that mean that's the the Habsburg or the the ruling class of Europe for the last 200 years or so okay like, I mean like, I, uh, Queen I, Victoria and uh, the Tsar Alexander and all that they're all related. oh so it's giant huge amounts of inbreeding and wealth is what it sounds like yep you awesome. got it yeah, uh, yeah fucking yeah. and the Rothschilds and no this is I think different <laughs> This is a real conspiracy theory, or one from 200 years ago anyway. So so the liberal insurrectionists attack a large wagon train that Ben was guarding. Uh, They got their ass kicked. Uh, 1,100 of 1,400 soldiers died. That was the Battle of Camargo. Holy shit. Uh, Of course, that doesn't stop you from gambling, though, if you lose 90% of your troops. (laughs) <laughs> well, yeah. What is that? Uh, you know, the shit when uh, something goes right, it's like, ooh, I need to buy a lottery ticket. I'm having a lucky day. <laughs> yeah. So you lose 90% of your troops, and the, uh, the message you get from the ether is, let's go gambling. Yeah, he's like, you know, hey, almost everybody idea. died, except for me. Yeah. Time, to, time oh. to go hit the fucking... Fair enough. I guess you would feel lucky if uh, everyone else you know is dead and you're not. And yeah, but maybe, also, maybe like, when you, have, when you have a gambling problem, even... Like, okay, if everything went went well and, you know, only 10% of your guys died, you'd go gambling. So either way, you're just going to go gambling. Yeah, well, yeah. True, true, true. But Ben was losing again, so he decides to go dancing instead. Oh, that's a good substitute. <laughs> How's he going to get into a fucking knife fight at the, at the dance? I'm sure he'll figure out a way. Oh, well, he finds the police officer that pistol whipped him before. Oh, God damn it. Of course. <laughs> then the cop asks him outside. And that's go where out the police me? officer took a swipe at Ben with his knife. Of course. You guessed it. Then Ben uh, smacked him with the butt of his pistol and then shot him four times. 
Oh, shit. Uh, ben runs back to his general, because he's in the Mexican army now, to tell him what happened. Uh, they said, eh, no big deal. They'd be out of town soon. So. <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> oh, it's a truly, truly, truly horrible time to be alive, I think. <laughs> fucking you know? A. Hey. It's, it's wild. It's like the Wild West or something. Yeah, but I'm sorry. Like, usually, like, a lot of this stuff, uh, like we say all the time, gets kind of overblown and, and uh, like, fictionalized a little bit more. All this shit seems very plausible, though. Yeah, especially... especially this is a guy... Yeah, he was famous in his time, but kind of forgotten about. Right. He's more of a killer than than most people, so. Right, and that's what I think kind of, to me, makes it feel more like, I can see this happening with this asshole. Cause it, yeah. It, 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 you know, it's not as clean cut as a lot of the, oh, and then Wild Bill shot him at 100 yards away, right through his eye, and, you know, all this shit. Mm-hmm. This is all, like, dirty, nasty Oh, you're trying to stab me, huh? Let me pump, like, four shots into your guts, kick your corpse, and then go <laughs> tell my boss that I did that. And then he doesn't give a shit. Then then I'll steal a mule and fall in a sewage canal. And, you know, it's a little more rough and tumble sounding, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah. A little more legit sounding, so... Craziness. Just, just as messy as real life. Yep. Yep. Only drunker uh, and with more bullets. <laughs> I'll try and drink uh, eventually- more. And chew on some bullets, because that won't give you lead poisoning or anything. <laughs> uh, eventually, Emperor Maximilian had to surrender, and he was shot via firing squad, led by Ben's general. But Ben manages to escape, probably on another mule named Dan. <laughs> but he catches yes. yellow fever along the way. Catches uh, what? Re- yellow fever. Oh, yellow fever. So he returns to Austin after a few months of recovery. He lays low there because he's still wanted. Uh, one night he runs into some soldiers who are obviously federal by now. Uh, he, he was questioned. He let it slip out that he was Ben Thompson, which is kind of like, hey, what's your name? Ben Thompson. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Oops. Shit. I mean, Joe Wilson. Yeah. I mean, Benjamin Tomlinson. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, they pursued him and shot at him, but Ben escapes. He decides to turn himself in and was acquitted. I can't remember of what for. Dude, he's like, uh, he's like just a, him off for everything. Yeah, no, he's Probably. like he's like Hitler from Danger Five. At zero eight hundred hours this morning, an American soldier was eaten by a Nazi dinosaur. That's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. No, Claire, that's a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Try thinking first before you open your mouth. Now, Nazi dinosaurs are popping up all over Europe. Your mission: find out where the hell Hitler is getting these things from. And put a stop to it. Oh, yes. And, of course, kill Hitler. Every time somebody gets close to catch him, it just jumps out a window. Even if he's, like, outside, there's a happens to be a window there, and he jumps out and runs away. <laughs> well, that and all these cops and troopers and everything seem to be about, like, stormtrooper-quality marksmen. Oh, absolutely, too. yeah. It's like, pew, 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 pew. Everywhere like, in the dirt around you. Right. Mm-hmm. So he turns to gambling as a profession. So he runs a table with old cavalry buddy Phil Coe, which you might remember from mm-hmm. uh, uh, Dodge City days. Yeah, well, probably. isn't that uh, when uh, when we talk about Wild Bill and uh, oh yeah, here's the thing you will probably remember Tony about that we that, that actually you will remember it's it's coming, but yeah, you you have heard of this shit <clears throat> before. Is it about MacGyver? 
So Ben wins a bar in a game of Monty. But a few days later, some sore losers broke in and destroyed the place. I don't blame him. Easy come, easy go. Yep. Ben didn't have the money to replace anything, so he walked away from it. (laughs) Fucking awesome. Okay. Ben's brother, Billy, kills a soldier and had to go on the run. So Ben helps him get to Indian Territory, which is, of course, Oklahoma. Right. Uh, Back in Texas, Ben shoots a soldier, too. But he lived, so it was fine. Uh, (laughs) Ben was given four years, but was granted parole after two. Uh, After that, he goes back to gambling and won enough to move to Abilene, Kansas. Wow, he actually did some actual fucking prison time, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. Two, Two years, wow. Two years. For like how many how many bodies at this point, and not even uh, people he killed. He's already he's shot way more people. So than he's he maimed killed. a lot of fucking people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, of course, not counting Mexicans and Indians. Of so, course, yeah. Uh, Abilene was a big cattle town at the time, so Ben arrives in April 1871. The population was 500 people. But, of course, when the kettle drives come in, it swells to 7,000 in a month. Yikes. And they're all Ow. stinking and uh, <laughs> ready to get drunk. Yep. yep. Oh, God. Uh, so Phil goes up uh, from Texas, and the two open up uh, the Bull's Head Saloon. Yeah! Right. Yeah. Told you it was coming. Mm-hmm. So and Wild if, Bill... Well, hold oh, on. For, for, our, for our listeners that uh, may not remember the Bull's Head... Saloon is the one we uh, talked about in previous episodes where they had the, on the side of the wall a painting of a giant bull with a very large phallus uh, painted <laughs> on it that the people of Abilene, most of them were not huge fans of. Yeah. And uh, it becomes a, well, we're going to talk about the dispute, I'm sure, again here, but <laughs> that's just a recap for those of you that uh, Big old are wondering what the dick. fuck we're talking about. Big old cow dick. Uh... So, while Bill takes over as marshal there from Tom Smith, if you remember, had the habit of not carrying a firearm, mm-hmm. which is oh, yeah. not a good idea back in the day. Also, Wild Bill was a union guy, so that might have uh, had some bitter, bitter feelings between the two. Yeah, since, since uh, you know, dude hasn't stopped killing uh, fucking union soldiers, even though the Civil War was over... For years at this point, or a couple years anyway. Yep. Yeah, and he's just still killing one. <laughs> just, well, five years, six okay. years. But he's just uh, still killing Union soldiers, even though everybody's Union soldiers now. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I can see him being problematic. He also he also killed a couple of Confederate soldiers too. Oh yeah, Confederate right, right at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, guys on his in his own platoon and shit. Yeah, yeah. it's awesome. So Wild Bill had it painted over, the huge donger. But uh, at the time, Ben was away in Kansas City recovering from a buggy accident where he had a broken leg. Uh, His wife and son were injured in the accident, too. He's got a wife and kid? Oh, yeah. Yep. Poor poor boy. What? What, He doesn't sound like a family man to you? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There might have been bad blood between Coe and Wild Bill, too. One day, Ko was walking with some friends when he was attacked by a wild dog. Ko shot the dog. As they rounded a corner, Wild Bill said, You ought to not shut off your pistol in town. 
Even though he was about to get mauled by a wild dog? Yep. I think you should be able to make exceptions for, you know, you're strolling down the street and a feral dog just comes out and attacks you. I, th- mm-hmm. I think I think they should let that. Slide. Nope, it's best. It's best just to let it finish. Yeah, just let it finish. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so fast forward to the argument over the bull's donger there on the side of the building. So they're arguing. Uh, Wild Bill grabs two of his derringers and shoots Phil Cole. Uh, it was dark, and Wild's, Wild Bill's vision was failing at the time, so he sees someone run up to him. He shoots, not knowing it was his deputy, Mike oh, Williams, that's right. and killed him. Yeah, 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 that's right. <laughs> oh, man. So Wild Bill was so upset by this, he uh, let his job go as marshal. Uh, that was the last men that Wild Bill killed was Phil Coe and uh, his deputy. Right. Well, this is also... Uh... I thought fucking I thought Harden had something to do with this too, or is that no, later? No, he uh, he stumbles across this. I, Abilene is where he shoots the guy from for snoring. For snoring. Right, uh, but I'm I'm talking about with um, like Thompson was you know Thompson got to know Harden and he was trying to get Harden to shoot fucking Wild Bill, and Harden was like, "No, oh, if you oh, want yeah, him, that's right. if you want him shot, you fucking do it yourself." Yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Uh, So the next day, a cattleman taking Coe's body back to Texas met Ben Thompson and his family on the road. Kind of delivers the news about him. So he went to Austin, but Ben vowed revenge. So that might be what you're talking about there. Uh, The next year, instead of Abilene, the end of the railroad moved to Ellsworth, Kansas. So, of course, Ben and Billy go there, his brother. Uh, ben gets in an argument over a man splitting his winnings after somebody staked him, which means somebody gives you the money to gamble with, I guess. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then at the then end you, of that, you're you split probably the supposed to split it back, but since these guys seem like royal dickheads, I'm sure. But the argument leads to a gunfight, but nobody's injured. Uh, ben and Billy said they'd quit if the others did, too. Uh, the sheriff, uh, named Whitney, intervened and was actually accidentally shot by Billy, who was drunk and stumbled, trying to shoot the man that was drawing on Ben. Billy ran, but returned to town and disguised himself as a Mexican. Oh, what the fuck? Oh, man. (laughs) But Ben was acquitted in in his part. Uh, He goes back to Austin. Uh, then he moved his operations to Sweetwater, now called Mobatee, in the Texas Panhandle. That was a haven for buffalo hunters and soldiers. Oh, it sounds uh, like a great place. Yep. Uh, Billy shortly ran a dance hall in Sweetwater and fell in love with one of the dancers named... Uh, oh. Named I what? Had, uh, Name one of the dancers. Uh, but, uh, of course, there's a, a fight over the girl. Of course. Yep. Uh, I don't know what I tried to type there. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's half a sentence. <laughs> uh, but Billy left town feeling the law closing in. Oh, uh, Molly Brennan. That's the dancer. She started hanging out with Bat Masterson at the same time. Yes. Ooh. This Bat is the Masterson. Bat Masterson shooting. Okay. 
So at the same time, an army sergeant named Melvin King thought he would claim Molly too. One night saw Molly and Bat dancing and pulled his revolver, hitting Molly in the abdomen and Masterson in the groin. Whoa. Uh, what? They're, what, they're, da- they're dancing? This guy gets pissed off and just starts shooting him? Yep. Oh, wow. That's one way to do it, I guess. Fuck. Yep. Is it bi- this is at Billy's Hall, his <laughs> dance hall, or is it somewhere else? Uh, yeah, it is dance hall in Sweetwater. Mm. That's where... Okay, now we're back on track. <laughs> <laughs> so Bat pulls his pistol and shot King, killing him, one of the few people that Bat Masterson actually killed. Right. Uh, uh, Molly dies, too. Uh, King's friend were going to finish off Bat, but Ben steps in. Uh, So Bat walks with a lip for the rest of his life uh, with a cane. Uh, Of course, his his cane comes in handy, too. Because he beats the uh, shit out of people with it. uh, That's not the way he got his name, though. His name was Bartholomew. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But he's also pretty famous for conking people around the head and neck with... Heavy objects. Yep, various objects. Yes. Uh, Billy gets caught and was taken to Ellsworth to face trial. Uh, Meanwhile, in Austin, somebody discharges fireworks at a theater, causing a disturbance. Because, of course. (laughs) Somebody lights off some black cats and 40 people die from random bullets and Mm -hmm. probably a wild steer attack. Because that's how this shit works. Yep. Uh, Ben was in the audience. Uh, though he tried to intervene, uh, and the man accusing of whoever disturbed the performance turned his ire towards Ben and said that he did it. Uh, this led to the man named Wilson grabbing a shotgun and shooting at Ben and missing him. Which I don't know how the fuck in a theater. That. Well, also in yeah. a theater. Like who else? Who else got fucking buckshot? Every everybody. <laughs> yeah, dude. Of course. That's like you of don't course. mace. You don't mace one person in a fucking theater. <laughs> when you when you spray that shit at somebody, it clouds the whole fucking place. No, mm-hmm. it just it, from what it sounds like, this whole place is just there's always some lead flying through the air. It's almost like you know oxygen molecules. There's just yeah. going to be some <laughs> lead zipping through the air at any given time. Yeah. Like, in any place, so I'm sure they were used to it, put it that way. Stick around for more How the West Was Fucked. Bronson Swagger Records, in conjunction with Bronson Swagger Entertainment, proudly presents The Necroborg. The teens of Brodega Bay are about to take a crash course in archaeology. The Surf Pop Audio Drama of the Year, The Necroboard, available now everywhere you stream or download music. Also, the bartender takes a shot at him. Cuts a hole oh, in his coat. Yeah, that's the guy that had the Winchester. So the guy with the shotgun, Wilson, was give going to give uh, Ben the other barrel of his double barrel. But Ben shoots him three times. Uh, the bartender hides behind the bar. Kind of Ben estimates where he was and then shoots into the bar, hitting the bartender in the face, Ooh. knocking out most of his teeth oh. and lodged into his throat. He dies weeks later. God damn it. Weeks uh, later? <laughs> yep. Probably a fucking starvation because he can't uh, eat anything. 
Well, probably with like uh, probably yeah. by, by the time he dies, like a nest of woodpeckers has moved into his face hole, and <laughs> yeah. you know, because it's got to be as terrible as humanly possible in all ways. So, yeah. So, of course, Ben turns himself in to avoid a lynch party, and later Ben was acquitted because the other dudes shot first. Right. Well, you said he just got a hole in his jacket, and the part I read, I guess it, that guy, the bartender, did actually hit him slightly in the hip, like grazed him, mm. apparently. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's how you can prove that self-defense is you've got to have at least one bullet hole. Yeah, or just yeah. scrape yourself with a nail or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I always wear my self-defense jacket. It has bullet holes in it already. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, Billy was acquitted for his crimes, too, though Ben might have bribed the jury. Uh, 1877, Ben and Billy go to Dodge City, which was kind of the next boom town down the railroad line there, the old hell on wheels. That's where Bat Masterson was the town general at the time. Uh, town general? Ben, or town marshal, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's general of the people. Yeah, yeah. Generally. Uh, ben and Billy set up gambling again. This time they avoid killing anybody. Hey. But Ben starts drinking more and more and threatens to shoot a touring comedian named Eddie Foy. You could bring up a picture of him. Which has got to be hilarious. What kind of stand up was. Oh my God. I would fucking. 1877. I would, I would kill somebody to hear an 1800s like stand up comedian. <laughs> oh my God. I wonder if we could find some transcripts and do like a. Try to, try to do a dramatization. Say, you hear about President Grant? What about that airplane food? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell is an airplane? <laughs> Where did you find food? I've yeah. had no food in weeks. When's a door not a door? When it's a jar. Oh, gross. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the kind of jokes you could expect. And then probably with a little more... I'm going to go with a little more misogyny and probably a good dollop of uh, heavy racism. Oh, yeah. In there, too. Well, uh, blackface. Blackface. <laughs> right. All the way. Yep. So Ben is drunk as a skunk and starts... Uh, saying to Eddie, uh, I'm going to shoot the light in back of you, so you better move the fuck away. <laughs> but uh, Bat talks him down. So Ben kind of turns mean when he drinks. Shocking. Yeah, and it's kind of a harbinger of what's to come later on. Spring of 1879, the brothers go to Leadville, Colorado to gamble. I've been there. Yep. They did not have much luck there. Uh, after losing, he declared the game was fixed and shot up the bar and calmly walked across the street in order to drink, <laughs> saying that there was some sort of commotion next door. <laughs> uh, later, the city marshal comes in to arrest Ben. Uh, ben had his fun and agreed to pay for the damages and followed the marshal to jail. But after that, he decides to go back to Austin. How many times, I'm trying to do the math in my head, like, how many times has he been arrested for, like, shit at this point, and then, like, let out almost immediately? Quite it seems bit. to be, like, nightly occurrence, right? Yeah, More or less. pretty much. Fucking well well um, over ten. No, no three strikes laws in the Old West, apparently. <laughs> right. uh, he didn't want to admit defeat, so he got a gambling crew together and went back to Leadville. Gambling crew? Yeah, I guess they pulled stuff together or something. I don't know. Uh, this time he did well. 
A short time later, he took part in the Royal Gorge War. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if we... uh, We probably touched on it a little, but basically there was two railroads that wanted to build across the the uh, span there in Leadville, or close to right. it. But only one track could be laid across it. Um, so the railroads kind of hired these guys against each other to build it. Uh, and shoot at while each other. It, Yep. While the case was going on in court, uh, Ben was involved in the standoff with the sheriff and a drunken mob. Uh, the drunken mob did shoot up the telegraph office, and shortly before, but came back and took Ben without harm and put him under arrest, and he was shortly let go after that. So kind of anticlimactic, but it could have turned into a big shit show. Well, it sounds like a shit show. I mean, it sounds like an absolute shit show. It's just compared to all the other shit that's been going on, it just doesn't seem as bad. Totally, yeah. (laughs) All they shot was the telegraph office? What? Fucking call me when something exciting happens. I can't. The telegraph office is shot up, dude. Oh, fuck. I think Doc Holliday was involved in that. Was same with Bat Masterson too. Very Probably likely, some other people in Colorado at the time. Well, and they also, um, I uh, you know, I'm I, I'm backtracking a little bit. Uh, that that Foy that Foy guy, we're, we're gonna have to do a whole ass episode on him because there's some crazy ass shit. The comedian, here. yes. Uh, his photo's kind of underwhelming, honestly. It, yeah, his photo kind of might be, but. There's some fuckery with this guy, like a lot of getting shot at and shooting and cool. drinking, and uh, also uh, is Eddie Foy and the Seven Little Foys, which sounds like uh, it's his like family act later on in the process in like the early oh. 1900s. Oh shit! So, I, so if it's early 1900s, there's a chance that there might be some recordings of it that we can maybe find. Ooh! So I can't to see what kind of hellscape that'll be with a bunch of <laughs> wax recordings of small children trying to sing funny songs from 1910 yeah i'm it'll, i'm here yeah. for it man all right i'm sure it's cutting edge yeah sure <laughs> uh but with that war he comes back to austin with plenty of money though being paid for the war he buys a house and starts dressing all fancy like and then he buys some gambling tables and a few bars Oh fuck! Uh, there are videos of Eddie Foy and the seven little seven foys. little foys. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. <laughs> oh shit. Play it now. I'm gonna. Uh, <laughs> no, no, we'll save it for its whole its own episode. <laughs> we'll have to do just uh, an episode that's like all comedians, comedians of the Wild West. Awesome. I think he was the only one. <laughs> yeah, well, we're the only one that lived to tell the tale. I'm sure. Yeah. Like, I bet you. Uh, I thought I saw. So I didn't get to read the whole thing, but I thought I saw something about him and Charlie Chaplin like fighting over women. But I don't know if that was in the West. Probably you know, not. Could have but... been Philadelphia or somewhere. But we'll find that out at a later date. Fuck him. So October 1880 tries to run for marshal, but lost. Uh, later that summer, he goes to Dodge City, which uh, Eddie Foy was uh, quite a staple of, to gamble. Uh, he has to ask Bat Masterson to get his brother out of Ogallala, Nebraska. I always fuck that up. Ogallala. Ogallala. Uh, he thought he'd be killed if he went there, which is probably true. Uh, Billy had been shot up by a saloon owner, uh, named Bill Tucker over the affections of a local whore named Big Alice. Outstanding. Big Alice. Uh, Big Alice. Uh, 
Tucker was injured too. So as soon as Tucker got better, they're going to hang Billy. Uh, Bat told Billy, so Bat gets there. Why does he have to be recovered to hang him? I don't know. I guess he just wants to pull the rope on him or or something. (laughs) Okay. It's weird. Once you're once you're healthy enough to to throw the switch, we're gonna electrocute this motherfucker. Right. Yeah, he gets shot in the hand or something. So. Oh yeah. Oh, uh, that's my that's my lever pulling hand, I guess. So Bat tells uh, Billy Thompson to pretend to be more injured than you actually are. Uh, so it was Sunday night, so the town has to have a dance in a schoolhouse just out of town. So the sheriff has to go because he was the only fiddle player in town. <laughs> So as he was playing Excellent. Turkey in the Straw. Ooh, oh, yeah. Nice. I learned that Some, on banjo. That's a fucking yep. banger, that one. Mm-hmm. Oh, I had a girl and she was good, but one of her legs was made of wood. Her hair was false and her teeth was two, and there wasn't much for me to do. Turkey in the straw, a turkey in the hay, a turkey in the straw. What did you say? Hey, roll them, twist them up behind the claw. <laughs> that was the inner sandman of the day. Yeah, kind of was. <laughs> so the hotel was the de facto jail. So that just leaves Billy, Bat, and a guard, and the bartender downstairs. And an axe uh, and a shovel and a yep. battering ram and a rope. So... Yep, Bat bribes the bartender, who he knew from uh, Dodge City, to slip the guard a Mickey Finn. What do you think a Mickey Finn is? A Mickey? Like, yeah, a Mickey, I mean, a Mickey Finn. That's the proper name, mm-hmm. proper name of a Mickey, I guess, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's called, a, called a Mickey Finn. I don't think they had, like, Rohypanol or anything back in the day, but it was probably, I don't know. No, so he probably, hand, probably, probably logged him. Yeah, he will. I think or, he just handed him like a shot of whiskey and then beat him in the head with a hammer. That could be too. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's I think that's what they call a lullaby back in those days. And that's For real? Just how you put your kids? How you put your kids to sleep? Right? <laughs> shot a shot of whiskey and a claw hammer to the forehead. So after the second whiskey sour, uh, how do you make a whiskey sour back in 1877? Uh, lemons, sugar, oh. whiskey. Yeah, they had lemons. I thought you just took a piss in it. Well, you'd like to. <laughs> Could do that, especially if you're trying to, you know, if it's for a guard you're trying to, like, put down. Well, and since half the whiskey's watered down and has all the shit added to it anyway, you know, <laughs> like tobacco and gunpowder and every other fucking thing. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. Get some bilious pills so you can shit yourself, too. That's right. Yeah, God, that sounds like a weekend, man. <laughs> Doing it. <laughs> So after the guard is passed up, Bat dresses Billy and rolls him up in a carpet as the sheriff is playing whiskey in the straw and takes him Tur- off to the train. Turkey in the straw. straw. Turkey in the straw. Turkey in the straw. Yeah. Whiskey, whiskey in the whiskey. jarro. I, I get yep. it mixed up. Whiskey, whiskey in the jarro. <laughs> whiskey in the straw. We used to we used to cover whiskey in the jar uh, like uh, James Hetfield style in, oh, wow. uh, in the in the Jarro. And twinkle, twinkle, little star. That was good. Nice. James Hetfield's down. <laughs> <laughs> so they make it to North Platte, Nebraska. Uh, there, Bat and Billy are Bat with Billy carried over his shoulder. Make it to uh, Dave Perry's saloon. And he's wrapped up in a carpet still. Yep, 
Probably. I like to picture it that way anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's like uh, putting a lampshade on your head and I'm furniture. You know, like. <laughs> well, you tie the tie the fucking rolled up. Yeah, I heart lamp. <laughs> tie the, uh, the rolled up carpet with dude inside the back of your horse and just fucking, you know, haul wholesale ass. Mm-hmm. Sounds, sounds fucking perfect. Mm-hmm. So uh, inside was Buffalo Bill Cody. Oh, no. Telling stories to a bunch of drunks. Uh, Cody said he'd protect them uh, if they took him to his ranch. Uh, they did this despite a rollover with Buffalo Bill passed out in the back. What? Uh, <laughs> we'll get more into it in the Bat Masterson that's coming up. Okay, because that sounds weird. More more drunk driving accidents with horses and wagons, right. which is always good. Well, I just never understand how the horse is getting so many wrecks unless they're drunk, too. Because they're drunk, too. Well, yes. okay. Same. <laughs> Should be more self-driving than that, I figured, but, yeah. Whatever. Uh, so, next morning, Bat and Billy leave for Dodge City. But Billy couldn't resist. After he gets to Dodge City, he sends a telegraph to the sheriff of Oglala, notifying him of his safe arrival in Dodge City, inviting him to come get him. So nobody said Billy Thompson was smart. Uh, on the way back, they go to Austin. Uh, Buffo Bill comes through town in his Old West show and gave Ben head. What? What? A like shot huge, him in the head? A huge buffalo head. Ah. <laughs> uh-huh. Ben and Buffalo Bill had shooting competitions that impressed the crowds there in Austin. So, with increased popularity, Ben wins the newly vacated Marshall position in Austin. So, this asshole who likes to shoot people is now the city marshal. Yeah, yeah because, because he was pretty much at a show where he was shooting other stuff. <laughs> wow, that's yep. quite a resume. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a complete fucking fiend. Now I did some trick shooting, so now I'm a beloved... Law enforcement figure. That's yeah. quite the trajectory. <laughs> yeah, that's how he sounds about right. <clears throat> yep. Hey, you get paid uh, to shoot people. Yeah. It's my dream yeah. job. <laughs> I've been waiting for this my whole life. Okay, Punisher. Mm-hmm. Uh, though they had laws against prostitution, it was lightly enforced, of course. Most city officials had rentals in the prostitution area. But uh, crime was also at an all-time low. Uh, two months in, Ben was invited to go on a goodwill tour to San Antonio. This is where we keep the VHS tapes. This is where we keep the pantyhose. This oh, is where we keep the shoes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thought you were going to the basement of the Alamo. <laughs> There's no basement at the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> So Ben drops in at the Faro tables there in San Antonio. He goes to the Vaudeville Theater. A uh, guy named Jack Pegleg Harris was the owner. Uh, ben was playing against dealer Joe Foster. Uh, ben lost a great deal of money uh, and even some jewelry. Yeah, I was going to say, and I, I read like an old-timey account to this. It was one of those where it's so old it's fucking hard to read because they're using too much flowery-ass language. <laughs> But uh, yeah, apparently they had one. They described it as they took everything but his like clothes. Oh damn! Like yeah, and then he kind of like drunkenly realized they had taken everything but his clothes, and then of course he's super 
excited about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, as mm-hmm. we're about to find out. So <laughs> he pulls his, Ben pulls his guns and pockets the money and leaves, vowing to have the place shut down for cheating. Uh, Peg Lake Harris bans him from the vaudeville. Uh, ben heard of this and had words with Peg Lake. So this is a start of a feud that would last uh, nearly two years. How do you think it ends? I know how it ends, but uh, you take uh, a while, I think Ben's going to feel so foolish about the way that he acted for his whole life that he's going to like write a, a note and then commit suicide. Oh, I th- I th- no, it's more like an uh, edible arrangement. Sends it to <laughs> Peg Lake, you know. Yeah. Really sorry teddy, bear, that, teddy bears, some some uh, foil yeah. balloons, <laughs> you know. So on May first, eighteen eighty one, Ben's Ben has arrested outlaw Johnny Ringo. Why, Johnny Ringo? You look like somebody just walked over your grave. Yeah, Ringo. Ringo. Ringo was missing some money after going to a bordello. He storms into the hall and demands to search the two men standing there, even though it was the sex worker who did it. Uh, When he didn't find the money, he locked himself in the room. Uh, The two gentlemen go find Ben, tell him of this. Ben calmly goes down to the house and demands that Ringo open up. He refused. Ben kicks down the door and arrests Ringo. So Ringo pays his fine, and the next day he leaves town, never to return, so... At least you're yeah. out of Austin, and uh, later to return to Tombstone. Buffalo Bill actually sends him a fancy pistol for target shooting with a 10-inch barrel. It's a Stevens Lord model, if you want to look that up on eBay. This is a weird-looking pistol. Looks like it might just be a single shot, too. I'll even send you an ad about it. Ooh, cool. All right. So Ben runs for Marshall again. Uh, during the campaign meeting, a knife fight breaks out, and Ben breaks it up. That kind of impresses his voters there. Ben won a close election, so he's a marshal again. Austin was quiet for the rest of 1881. But in 1882, Ben goes on another goodwill tour of uh, Laredo. After uh, they stopped overnight in San Antonio, uh, Ben heard Pegleg Harris had a shotgun and was looking for him. Uh, Pegleg even called the sheriff and holed up in his vaudeville waiting for Ben. But Ben just goes to bed and Pegleg stayed up all night waiting for him. But the next morning, Ben goes looking for Harris and confronted him. Uh, Deputy Sheriff stepped in and broke it up. So Ben goes back to Austin. But he continues to hear threats from those guys. Right. Till July 10th, he promised his, his two kids that they'd visit his friends down there. He also hears that a fugitive uh, was last seen at the Vaudeville Theater. Uh, apparently, Ben didn't care that Pegleg Harris was one of the most powerful men in San Antonio, though. I was going to say, we wanted. I was just going to try to make clear that that Pegleg Harris guy is not just a bar owner. He's mm-hmm. kind of like almost like organized crime-ish kind of dude slash, you know, business magnet kind of thing. So, yeah. Uh, Harris immediately was notified when Ben steps off the train. About 6 o'clock, he went to the vaudeville and asked where Harris was. Uh, They said he was at home sleeping. Outside, Ben saw a police officer and told him to get more help, (laughs) that there was going to be some trouble. Oh, Oh, shit. A guy named Leon Ruvant walked up and joked, 
Oh, Will, are you sure making a lot of noise? Uh, ben turns and snaps at him and says, mind your own fucking business, Leon. <laughs> then Leon reminds Ben that they were just friends. Then invites him to into the bar for a drink. So Warris was, or Harris was warned that he was in the bar, that uh, Ben was. Billy Sims, his partner, went to warn him too. Uh, they meet in the street. Uh, they hand him a pistol. When they arrived, Ben was outside to- uh, talking to somebody. Sims went up to Ben and asked him not to go into the bar. Ben refused and said he would close the place tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah. Uh, at the time, Ben goes to the cigar store next door and then returns. Then he sees, uh, then Ben spots uh, Harris at the bar and said, Jack Harris, what are you doing with that gun? Because he was holding a gun in uh, his crippled wrist. And he goes, to shoot you, you damn son of a bitch. So. <laughs> Appropriate response, I guess. Yeah. 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 So at this point, there's a wild scramble for the door, and everybody was trying to avoid getting shot. Which is never going to happen, because mm-hmm. everybody gets shot all the time. In the confusion, it wasn't clear if Harris had his shotgun up to shoot, but Thompson fired first, caught Harris in the chest near the heart, and then one in the shoulder. He dies later that night. After the second shot, Ben took off, pointing the gun and scattering the band in the balcony, which is always nice if you try to shoot the band. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's par for the course. Like I said, everybody mm-hmm. gets shot. Yeah, well, this is the night that Dimebag Daryl got shot, right? Oh, yeah. shit, yeah. That happens. Fuck. That sucks. Yeah. Uh, on the way out, he ducks into another bar and has a quick shot and then leaves <laughs> quickly. Sir, you look like you're being pursued. Yeah, yeah, but I got time <laughs> yeah, for one. That's fine. He says, I'm going to turn myself into the city marshal. Uh, quickly goes back to his motel where he spends the night. He does surrender the next morning. Uh, he was formally indicted, and he was held in jail till the trial was held in 1883. Of course, uh, Ben resigns as city marshal of Austin because he's in jail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the town council refused and grant him a 60-day absence. What the uh, fuck? It's like, don't leave, Ben. You're such an effective lawman when you're not breaking every conceivable law. <laughs> uh, ben was found not guilty. He was given a wild ovation when he got back by a brass band when he gets back to Austin. Uh, but the feud is far from over. So that's where we'll leave part one. Okay. Then we'll talk about oh, John shit. King Fisher. Uh, fuck. Yeah. What a turd. <laughs> well, that's the thing is this guy's a turd. Wait till you meet his fucking little buddy here oh, on God the next him. episode. Fuck. But yeah. Yeah, I just can't believe like how much shit this guy got away with. Just the sheer amounts of just shooting people. I mean, like I said, murdering quite a few people, but just like kneecapping and like just he winging shots off in off. the bars and yeah yeah always because I mean, he lets the other guy shoot first it's just I, crazy I get well yeah but does that really count when you're just unloading in like a fucking crowded bar room yeah yeah it, so the other guy shot first but then you fucking like go ham on everybody else that doesn't well, seem yeah what was the other one where like the guy shot first and then he shot the dude shot through him and hit somebody behind him right 
or you know fuck? just stab the guy and then when the guy tries to shoot you then shoot him and like there's just a vast variety of like or the, uh, how about how about the the goose hunting like, oh yeah standing on opposite sides of the river just blasting each other with shotguns the, who the fuck does that it's like the Santa assholes yeah <laughs> Oh yeah. fuck! All right, Ben. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna meet up with you next week. So why don't you try yeah. fucking shoot me? Yeah. Hey, oh yo. shit! Hey hey, uh, I forgot. Um, uh, fuck Mile City. Fuck you, Mile City. <laughs> and also Nelson Miles. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Mile City. All right. Hail a gunfire. Yep. Hail a gunfire. Hail of. Gunfire. Just like this entire episode has been a hail of gunfire anyway, so...